Welcome to First String Podcast presented by Bet Rivers. Make sure you download the Bet Rivers app or go to www.betrivers.com. You must be 21 years or older to play. Um, make sure you guys like and subscribe to the First String Podcast. Uh, don't forget to give us a thumbs up, tell a friend to tell a friend about uh, First String Podcast, and hit the bell to enable alerts for new content just like this. All right, so uh, we're starting a little different today. You see everybody here. And the reason why we're starting different is because last night there was a football game scheduled and uh, it quickly went from a football game to someone fighting for their life. Right. And we, this is our first time back this year. We want to say to each and every one of y'all that support this podcast that show up time and time and again, that we thank you for, um, for supporting us one. And then the second part is, um, we're all humans, right? And we appreciate each and every one of y'all. So now with that being said, let's talk about DeMar Hamlin. Um, DeMar suffered a cardiac arrest on the football field, which is a side of football that we never, ever think about until something like this happens. And when this happened, I, I can't, I, I got to tell you, I, I was asleep. I was tired yesterday. And then my phone's going off. Lady A and said or texting and, and, and so it wakes me up and it, I wake up and I, I had the game on, but I fell asleep and to see the bills in a circle and the Bengals just brought me to that, that spot, just like that of something bad has happened. Right. And today we can honestly say, um, the young man is, survived the first what is it 24 hours now almost 24 hours here in a little bit yeah. and um he's getting better here's a quick update that i just heard myself is uh he is still sedated he is on 50 percent oxygen so he's not on 100 percent oxygen he suffered a little bit of lung damage but he's still with us and he's still in the fight so with that being said um Thank you all for uh, uh, sending those prayers up. Daryl Jackson, everybody that said a prayer for this young man, for his family, right? Uh, for his father, his mom, who was at the game. Thank you to all the first responders that were rapid in their response, getting his equipment off so they could get to his chest to deliver the AED shock. Um, we're going to go around the room really quick and uh, – see where everyone wants to say. Mike, you're our guest. Mike, thank you for joining us today. Mike is from uh, the producer on the Team 980, the Burgundy and Gold, uh, today with Doc, Scott Jackson, and Liddell, Linnell Willingham. Did an excellent job today, Mike. Um, thank you. Thank you for uh, having me, guys. It's an uh, absolute pleasure to be on your show. I, uh, You know, when Toothpick asked me to come on, I, I was honored, checked out some of your guys' stuff. You guys are uh, doing great. You know, keep it up, and I really appreciate you having me on. But last night I was watching the game and I was on FaceTime with one of my friends. And then when the play happened, you know, no one really was sure what, what happened. And then they went to commercial, they came back. And it's just, it's very unfortunate. Like you said, it's the side of football that we don't really get to see or that we never see. And um, thoughts and prayers are with the whole Hamlin family. And, um, you know, we, we pray that he pulls through. And that's, yeah, just thoughts and prayers are with his family. It's it's a terrible situation that happened, but it was great to see the whole NFL community, fans, players, 
everyone just rally around donated to his GoFundMe, the toy drive, which was a beautiful thing to see. Um, it is a tragedy, but thoughts and prayers are with his family that he can pull through. And, um, yeah. See it. Yeah. Um, I was watching the game actually. And, uh, and I saw the head seem routine at the time. And then I saw when he stood up and his legs, were, I was like, man, he, he's concussed. But then, then when I saw the way he fell, I was like, nah, it, it's something worse than him being concussed. And, and when they circled around him, I was like, this is not good. This, this is, this is not good at all. And, you know, we tweeted back and forth and we watched some stuff back and forth. Then my mind was totally, you know, you know, I love football. Right. I'm, I'm from the South. You know, we play football in the streets. I love football. But at that time, my mind was like, just even before they said cancel the game, just cancel it. Yeah. Because if I'm watching it and can't get my head around what I've just saw, I know the players can't because I'm visibly looking at them crying. Yeah. You know, right. visibly. I mean, I, I mean, um, I can't even think of the, Buff the Buffalo Bills guy number, I think it was 15 or something like that. Mm -hmm. They got their hands on his head. And that struck me harder than anything else. Yeah. I was like, whoa. You know, you got players and then they just turned around. So that uh, you knew it was worse than what we thought it was. Yeah. Right. Right. And, and I, I just said, prayers up, man. Just, I mean, just, pray just prayers up to him and his family. Yeah. Uh, Lady A. Um, I was watching the game as well, and me and Sid just started going back and forth because we saw it was a hit, and it looked kind of hard, but it wasn't something that you would have thought um, would have triggered this. Um, and I, too, thought that, you know, was it a helmet? The helmet, what's going on? But the way he fell backwards, it was – he had zero control. And um, when I heard – you know, that they were working on him is the term. I already know what that means. Um, when they had the ambulance on the field, like you see the expressions of the people who are right there, who ended up, some of the inner circle had to walk away. They couldn't take it. It was overwhelming. So essentially to see your brother, because that's what they are, to see your brother go down like that and his heart has stopped, He's no longer breathing. There is no life in him. And for them to work on him, to revive him, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. Yeah. So I'm, I'm with you, said, you know, definitely they, I was like, you know, cancel the game. Definitely. But I want to point out to everyone that for those who have family members and friends that have gone through cardiac arrest, his recovery is going to be long. It's important. Continue your prayers for this young man. He's only 24. 24. That's the, the key right there. He's only to, to have a cardiac arrest at 24. That's not, that's not normal. And this season we've seen a lot of, of disturbing injuries. Um, and, and every time I'm like, this is scary, you know, and this was what this is, many people's worst nightmare so definitely prayers up i'm going to continue to pray for that young man throughout the course of his recovery i'm glad that he is still here because when someone's doing cpr on you for over 10 minutes that's that's an issue there's a big concern so i'm glad that he's still here 
All right, so we got our update on Demar. We will be right back with First Green Podcast. Artlist IO. Welcome back to First Street Podcast presented by Bet Rivers. Make sure you download that Bet Rivers app or go to www.betrivers.com. You must be 21 years or older to play. Thank you all for supporting us here on First Street Podcast. Now, let's get to it. It's time to have some fun. Let this thing begin. Let's bring in a guy that was this close to firing everybody at the university of georgia my guy said what's up Blake?" <laughs> in the words of uh bobby bowden why left oh it's too early too soon <laughs> too soon too soon hey, sometimes you know i i can say this and i can say this without being petty it's about time one of those bounces went our way about time one of them bounces went your way. It's about time. Well, hey, listen. Say it. It hit me. Say, man, I can't get my bets in. I said, I got mine. And <laughs> cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Great college football weekend for your boy. <laughs> hey, uh, let's get Lady A here to make it beautiful. How are you? Hello. How are you? I'm doing great. As y'all noticed, the energy has picked up because we're back to talking silly football and things like that oh it ain't silly i'm gonna be really rude today okay i got you and then um he's just now getting off trust me first stream podcast it was a mad dash for everyone except for one person today right there i I had a mad dash you you did from one room to another room and there was no traffic let's bring (laughs) our guy and how are you sir hey man you know Everything cool, man. Hey, uh, I look forward to playing y'all next week. You know what? It's division. time to go. Ed's got to say bye. <laughs> <laughs> hey, for the division, man, this is going to be good, Sid. This is, you know what? I mean, you're good. not playing me per se, but you're playing. Nah, but I'm just acknowledging you because you're the only you. one that's, you know what I'm you saying? They probably got, got some. They probably got bitter. They probably got bitter feelings, man. Oh know. yeah. Hey, Mike, <laughs> Doing great, guys. Thank you for having me on this show. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So our energy's back to normal. Mike. Mike, like I said, uh, is the producer for um, the Burgundy and Gold today with Doc Scott Jackson and Linnell Willingham. Okay. Um, Mike, can you tell us what it is that you do? What teams you root for? How long you've been doing what you do, and how long you've been rooting? So I'm DC sports guy through and through every, uh, you know, nationals, capitals, wizards, commanders. Um, I started working at one Oh six, seven and team nine eighty back in September 30th was my first day. So I've just been there for about three months and been working with doc Scott and Linnell ever since I started working there. That's my usual program. And then every now and then I'll do shows with one Oh six, seven, but it's absolutely great getting to work with those guys tomorrow. I'm just with Scott and uh, it's, it's an awesome vibe. I love getting to work with those guys. 
All right. Awesome. Awesome. Hey, right now we acknowledge everybody in the chat. Bruce Glass looks like he was first in the building today. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce, like I said, man, and Bruce is literally becoming our sports update guy. Like <laughs> we do a lot of work, but Bruce is outworking us because he's hitting everything. What are we in for college playoffs? For college football playoffs. Yes, Bruce, it was. Uh, and then uh, Bruce, Commander's playoffs hopes are over. Indeed. Uh-huh. Bruce, are you in our secret text with our rundown? He's gonna eat. Bruce gives yeah. the rundown. Bruce gives the rundown to the public. That's yes, what he does. Yeah, Bruce, you give the rundown to everybody. Hush that noise. I just shed a tear for your oh, commander. That's so you know fake. What? I will right. I will I will say this. That 12 game <laughs> playoff for college football. Oh. If this oh. four if this 14 playoff was like this, mm-hmm. oh. I can imagine mm-hmm. a twelve-team playoff and some of those games coming out of the way. Some of these games kind of lose game. Look, Bruce. Bruce really is in the run. To, like before the podcast, before tonight's podcast, can we take a moment <laughs> and say a prayer? <laughs> hey, let me check Bruce, and see if my Bruce phone is down. I'm trying to. Hey, you say Bruce got that spyware, don't he? Bruce got Hey, Bruce, I'm just going to start texting you everything that we're going to talk about, and you can just put it up in there for us. <laughs> Clarence, and my, my guy Droop's in the building. He always says, Bruce and my Bobo, all the way from Hawaii. So, yeah, that's one of those other countries that we hit, Hawaii. That's from Bo. I We appreciate you. Yes, and he said prayers and continued prayers with Damar. Yeah, we were. It was a little bit late. It was a touch and go there. We all had to get here, you know. Appreciate your Daryl. patience. Yes, sir. Daryl Jackson's in the building. Thank you, sir. And uh, thank you for joining us. And our guy, Metaphor. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Let, listen, let me tell you something, man. We played we played this new, uh, we playing a new Call of Duty, right? And uh, they got these new ops in there. Man, we played for two hours and 30 minutes and did not finish the thing. We was on there for two hours and 30 minutes, and we was trying to figure out stuff. We underwater. We got to pass a tank between each other, man. Say it, kick dying. <laughs> Don't throw him under the bus. You see what I'm saying? Hey, Say it, kept dying. Say it, kept dying from the, Roll from right the, over from the, from the tank. He couldn't get the tank. Uh, Ron oh, O'Neill's in the building, of course, right? And, uh, and then metaphors back on the focus there we got eric tice is he related to mike tice nah you know uh, ex-employee friend of mine no no i'm talking about mike tice at coach oh no no hey hey he a navy man navy man okay okay right 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 all right a lot of sports okay cool uh oh and this and of course he got uh we could add dan is moving to london you mm. know Hey, he's mm-hmm. over it. Great. That, that's what it was. It was a raid. It was a raid. Say it did no, say it, don't touch the tripwire. <laughs> and there you go, metaphor, really? They Let's swim through here. Let's, look, let's swim through here. And there's there's tripwire going all across like this. Let's swim through here. Boom. Somebody slide the brother under the water. Man, okay. So listen. Uh, before we get to college football, we got we got Mike for about another thirty minutes. So let's 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 get this real real fast. The Commanders, uh, for all intents and purposes, on a win or eliminate yourself scenario came in flat. 
uninspired, and promptly got their butts whooped and sent home. And Cleveland came in playing the Grinch role of we're not going to the playoffs and we're looking to make this couch bigger for everybody, some of our friends, so they can come over to the Super Bowl party with us instead of being part of the, the tournament. And I know you're itching to get in there, but you're going to have to go second. All right. I don't even think you watched the game, Mike. What, what is he drinking? Why he's sipping his tea? I don't I don't know why he's sipping his tea. <laughs> listen, I don't have to say a word, actually. I'm just here to listen to you guys. I value all your opinions. Oh, yeah. Okay. You know, okay. I really do want to hear these things. Matter of fact, go ahead, y'all. Mike. Just talk about the game. Yeah, I mean, it was just extremely disappointing. I mean, it, in my opinion, the collapse for our season, I mean, we were seven and five. We're playing the New York Giants Sunday night football. The whole team, the whole commander's team wanted the stadium packed. John Allen was giving away tickets to fans. He got oh, wow. what he wanted. The whole team got what they wanted. The stadium was packed and we just <laughs> fell short. I, I also think it kind of started in the uh, in the commander's Giants first game. You know, when it was 10-0 and then we folded that lead. You know, it's just it's disappointing. I mean, it's very similar to last year. We can't get a win in December. I definitely thought talent-wise, we had one of the most talented rosters we've had in years. And we just couldn't couldn't get it together. And Cleveland had nothing to play for. That was another thing that bothered me is we let them come in here with absolutely nothing on the line and take the rest of our season from us. So it's extremely disappointing. Vibes at the studio have been low the past couple of days because, you know, we, we really thought we could make some noise once we got to the playoffs if we played the Vikings. Now, if we went if we had to go to San Francisco, probably wouldn't have gone our way. But I just wanted to make it to the playoffs, and we ultimately fell short. So it's disappointing. Lady A, you said, you said oh, you said oh, I was sick. Oh, and okay, but you said you wasn't gonna say nothing. You was just gonna sit no, there. I didn't mean it. I didn't mean it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, guys. You I didn't lied. mean that. No, um, you know, this is the, the thing is the team is talented, and and what it showed is that without the consistency, you know, I, all the struggles we've had that that we've heard from you guys talking about Scott all year, that stuff eventually will catch up, yeah. even to the most talented teams in the NFL. You know, and not to toot our horn, but me and said did speak about this. What could happen if number four, if Deshaun Watson was able to start putting some things together? But was it Deshaun? He he made throws that he hadn't made all season, as well as you could kind of see that even though they're not playing for something right now, they are playing for something. They're they're building their camaraderie as a team now. If he can get on a roll to end the season. That's just going to help going into the offseason, after the draft, and all of those things. That's going to play a part. So it's, I ain't going to lie. It is a bit unfortunate. I selfishly am a little tickled by it. But that was only because of the, the, the stuff I heard earlier in the year. But it would have been cool to see all four of the teams make it in and make some noise, you know? Yeah. Um, but I'm interested really to see, before I pass it to Lady A, I'm interested to see – what is going to happen if they do get a new group in? Because I just don't believe you You let Ron make it. You know, you don't have, listen, you don't have to go test poop to see it's poop. It's poop, okay? It stinks. And it's going to fester after so long. And I think that the, the team's ability to win was almost in spite of everything else that was around them. The coaching staff, the schemes, 
they had a lot of stuff to lean on, and I don't think the coaching staff helped them at all. So, uh, uh, Lady A. So, all right. First of all, and you said me and said keep talking about. We all know Deshaun Watson is a good quarterback. Um, I did speak on his struggles when he first came back. I do feel as though he's going to progressively get better. He's going to take the Browns to a place. Well, he's capable of taking the Browns to a place they haven't been in a long time. So kudos to him. Um, However, in this particular game, they weren't stellar. You know, they were doing better, but they weren't stellar. Truth be told, I've been saying this for a while. The commanders have been playing like punks. They are scared. They have been scared for a few weeks now, and I'm really tired of it. Um, I've tried to talk to Scott. He would not open the door. He's still not opening the door for you either? (laughs) He wouldn't open the door. But truthfully, I mean, that game, we we gave them many opportunities to take over the game. We gave them so many opportunities. It was ridiculous. And then to find out, um, well, prior to the game, we found out, oh, well, you know, we're going to have Wentz as quarterback, which was a silly move. It was a silly move because you had a quarterback who I have always said about Taylor. Taylor Heineke is not the best quarterback. However, he works better with this team than Carson does. I've said this. Carson played scared. He was afraid to throw, rightfully so, because he kept throwing it to the wrong team. I was frustrated. I really was. I'm really tired of them doing this. I cannot wait until we get a new owner, new coach, everything. And y'all know how I feel. I had my little sheet when we went through to buy different pieces of the team, everyone must go. It's a sale at this point. Um, And I cannot wait for these changes because they're so frustrating. As a fan who believes in, in these players, there are players that I do believe in. We have a lot of talented guys on the team and to have the coaching staff hold you back. And then after the game, you have a head coach that has some very questionable comments or responses as if he was unaware of where we were. I'm trying not, I'm trying so hard not to go ahead. Y'all know how I get, but it's disheartening. It is, it is. And I, I really would love to have a conversation with Ron and Scott and Dan too. I really, I've been wanting to talk to Dan since 1999 and he won't respond. So that's another conversation. I think right. it's dangerous hold to on, try to on, make the on, playoffs. Aunt. Hold on, Ant. Let's get said in here. Let's get said in here. Let's get them in there. Let's get them in uh, there. Let's, I mean, I mean, Ant is right. I mean, my thing about Deshaun Watson was I thought he would be better by the time he played y'all. Mm-hmm. This is what this is what I say early on. Yeah, he was making mistakes, but as you can see, he was progressing. So he wasn't stellar this game, but he made some big throws in this game. A couple big runs in this game. Third down throw. So, yep. with the defense supposed to have been better with the addition of Tayshaun, he still was able to do what he had to do. Mm-hmm. On you guys' side, Wentz has not shown 
anything to to warn him taking Heineke and putting him back on the bench. I agree. Um, if anything, because y'all heard me say this before, you drafted a quarterback. If you can't trust Heineke, you know what Wentz got. Mm-hmm. You got two games left. You yep. got Sam Howell sitting there. Why not see, hey, he might he might give us a spark that we could use to take us into this game or the last game with a possibility of still being in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. you go back to a guy you replace with a second-string guy who you said was better than the first-string guy made no sense. Right. Technically, it, technically, Heineken only played because Wentz got hurt, though. But then they, 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 they would not put Wentz back in. They wouldn't put yeah, exactly what I'm about to say. They wouldn't they, put Wentz back in. Because he's winning. Because he's winning. And that's right. the age old thing. If the quarterback is winning, you you, you gotta go but with he the was high doing hand. Better was than the first and they was itching for reasons to pull Taylor anyway, because you pulled him after his his best half ever in San Fran, right? Now, here's my question to y'all. Um don't look at the commanders right now as a franchise owned by Dan Snyder. All right. I want you to think of the best ownership group in the NFL that could possibly pop into your mind. Okay. You got that locked in. Now I'm going to ask you this question and I want you to answer it with that in mind. You are seven and five and you need to win a couple of games versus three different teams. One team you play twice. One team is out West and on a roll. And the other team has nothing to play for. You lose all of those games and you go a month without a win. What is your reaction, your normal reaction for what you've just seen as an owner? Mike, I'm going to start with you. Um, Like what would, like as the owner, what would I, yeah, what would as I perceive it as? Yes. I mean, I would just wonder where the, where the clap started. Um, I would definitely look at the play calling first and then go down the line and see how the quarterback played. And then, um, I, I'm not really sure I understood the question. Sorry, Toothpick. Well, I'm, I'm basically asking you, you, I'm putting everybody in the ownership, right? How would you handle this situation? Being a normal owner, a good structure, good background, good history. I, oh, there's a couple of organizations I can think of right off the top, like Pittsburgh, right? Great ownership group. New York, the Giants, great ownership group. You know things like that. Yeah, they, say, they actually don't have so. a great ownership group. <laughs> the Giants don't have a great ownership group. They just made a great decision group. at coach. No, they made a great decision on the coach. That's stable one of the ownership. few times they've ever done anything well. They were complaining about the. The football and basketball squad, they were trying to get the, the ownership out of there because they both were terrible. But I get your point. All right. Um, okay. Let, let's get, get Mike in. Let's go. Go ahead, Mike. I would say as the owner, uh, watching a collapse like that and not winning in the entire month of December, and we didn't win last December either, I would say everything's on the table. Everyone is Everyone's job is on the line. So no one, no one is really safe. The coach isn't safe, the offensive coordinator, the quarterback – um, I would say there's a lot of adjustments that have to be made this offseason moving forward. All right. Uh, uh, say it. Uh, welcome, Sean Payton. Perfect. Yeah, but that still that, comes with that, that comes with money and picks. But, see, and but, see, but, 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 but the scenario but, was. But the answer is, yep. but the answer is, you have to replace from the head coach down. The head coach did, I almost said it. 
if the head coach is not aware <laughs> of the pressure of this game, of what you need to do, if he does not have this team riled up, slobbing, you know, foaming at the at the mouth, you know, ready to slobber knock or ready to take somebody out to win this game, it starts at the head coach. Again, welcome Sean Payton. Give him what they want. Uh, go, Ant. I'll say this. It's kind of hard when you think about this franchise in particular to not think about the ownership, but I will say this. When you look at somebody like the New York Giants, who their 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 quarterback was didn't show us any promise over the last four years, playing for his contract now, they bring the right coach in, and immediately they make the playoffs. So much of this stuff shows you that this whole three to four year plan and all that stuff that sounds cool, but it was only a way to save your butt because you didn't put stuff in place. The, you know, from the very beginning, the right coach who knows how to put the people in place to put the right scheme in there to draft the right players, you're going to win in this league. And it just shows that this ain't it. And, and you know, we've been saying this from the beginning of the season, just, you know, firing the defensive line coach or whoever it was before the season of that, that doesn't do anything. And it doesn't, I don't see teams that so what win would you do, do? What What would you do when you haven't won a game in a month, Ant? And you're the owner. You're paying people to not win a games in in the well, month. Well, it depends count. on it depends it depends on where you're at in the season. Uh, now, if you're giving me right you know, where we if, are, so if, you're, if you're if you're talking about this this part of the season, yeah. First of all, I would put Sam Howell in. If we're talking about this franchise, like it shouldn't have taken this long. That's what it's I was going to say. Too I was, late this, to do this. No, no it's not. You got to play him. What are you saying? Listen, and this is the problem. This we got is why one game can't... left in the season, and you can't Listen make it to the playoffs to... if you win that game. But you can't go and draft another quarterback if you never find another quarterback. And did you not see what that quarterback just did for the Raiders? No, no, no I get that part. I get no, that No, you part. don't get that part because you just started talking before I'm, you even heard what you, I was going to say. I'm asking you, <laughs> if the question is, if you are the owner of this franchise. And I just said something, and he said it's too late for that. And I just said, <laughs> did you see what the guy did for the Raiders who hasn't played? Stidham came in and almost beat the freak. Now, the, the problems over there go way further than that because they give up the most second-half leads of 10 points or more. So you still need to put Sam Howell on the field. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm sorry to break it to y'all, but but Wentz and Heineke weren't the guys. We, the, we, the, the problem breaking it to nobody. We know. We know but that. The, but, but this is the thing, though. When we, when we talked over a month ago and we were saying you probably need to put Howell in, they were. They said, "Well, you need to just keep playing Heineke because he's winning." But then Lady A made the point that he doesn't even make traditional plays at quarterback. Everything is always a point of the play breaking down. Yeah. So it's like you want to go with this guy who you're just rolling the dice. You want to go with this guy who holds the ball. How about you put the guy that you that you drafted to actually do something? That's the first thing. Secondly, we're about to start getting these guys and say, "Hey, after this game, you need to turn in your playbooks." There's nothing else for us to talk about here. We're gonna start with a new ownership, new coaches, everything. We're just gonna wipe it clean. Okay. So that's what I would do. Well, you pretty much you, you pretty much Brady. ignored the question because the question was a stable owner. What would you do when you saw your coaches collapse? He said he you get rid of them. No, you st- no, you, you still got to get rid of those guys. He, he answered it. He answered I it. did he answer it because because yeah. if I'm a stable, if I have a stable GM and we collapse in a situation where we know it's win and get in, or else. That means that you're not qualified for it, regardless. Unless you're telling me you lost your quarterback, you're starting this, you're starting that. You still supposed you're still supposed to come out with a win. You figure out a way to get these wins in this league, and they're not playing to the best of their ability. Okay. Even if it meant keeping Taylor Heineke in to to win these games. Yeah, 
I got you, Lady um, A. So, um, first of all, our coaching staff is trash. And if I were the owner, they probably wouldn't be there to begin with, or at least past that, that halfway point of the season. However, if I had a lapse of judgment and continued on and had that coaching staff in there this long, they got to go. And um, it, I mean, we only have one game left. So are they going to go right now? No, no. But you're going to do what I tell you to do. That game where they put Winston in the fourth quarter, that should have been Sam Howe. So that, yes, you're right. We need to see him play. We have not seen him play in the regular regular season this whole year. Right. What am I paying you for? Right. I need to see him play. So you could have put him in in the fourth quarter. You know, um, this particular game, this last no, game. No, you couldn't, you couldn't put him in in the fourth quarter. He wasn't dressed. That's what I'm trying to say to you. That's what I'm trying to say to you. He should have been dressed, ready to go, and he should have been put in in the fourth quarter. Because Wentz has already been problematic this season. Okay? He's already shown some issues. And what does he do when you make him have him start? The first five minutes of the first quarter, a pick. No, it wasn't even five. Minutes. It wasn't even five minutes. No, but I'm oh, saying so within the first five minutes, a pick mm -hmm. in the first quarter. The second quarter, within the first five minutes, another pick. So, my thing is, first of all, if you felt that Heineke was not doing a good job in the last game, why wait to the fourth quarter to switch up? Why wait to the fourth quarter? So that I have a problem with. The head coach needs to go. The GM needs to go. As soon as this game, I'm talking about, you know, we have those moments when you have a team that does not make it to the playoffs. They play on Sunday. So this Sunday is their last game. Monday morning. Knock, knock. Hey, I need you to come to my office. 30, 30, 30, 30 people not making the roster again next week. They you out of here. He yeah. needs to go. And I felt, you know, I, you, you guys know, I feel strongly about it. And it's not just Ron because Scott needs to go. And um, I'm going to be real with you. Del Rio, he hasn't been fascinating. So his yeah. job should well, at least be on the He just ended up doing what you thought he should have been doing at some point. Right. He's I'm, making I'm the best use of his talent. Time. But I, I got a question for Mike. If, uh, hold on, hold on. We got we got yeah. Mike for a little bit. So give me. I got you. Let me let me get this in. And, let, and then let, let me get one, one last comment about that. Uh, remember, picking for Pittsburgh, they say he looked horrible in practice. This this was the news game. coming out. This was the news coming out of Pittsburgh. He looked horrible in practice. He looked completely different on the field. That's all. all right. Mm -hmm. well, John Allen mm -hmm. said that that Hal looks great. But here's here's my thing, I, Mike. Uh, I think I called. I think I called your show, and I was talking to Doc, and I told you when we played San Francisco, and in the what was it, the offensive line coach for not doubling Joey Bosa, fireable offense, mm -hmm. uh, offensive coordinator for not, all these things are fireable offenses, offensive line coach. Uh, offensive coordinator, tight end coach, wide receiver coach, hit all of them. You 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 got to go. Those are all fireable offenses uh, for letting Thibodeau come in and be the player of the week. Then right behind that, then you had Nick Nick Bosa come in to be the player of the week. And I'm probably sure Chubb is going to wind up being a player of the week this week 
and and he dominated every all five positions on the on the offensive line. Um, I'm actually the offensive line did play pretty well. I mean that that guy's a monster. But um, and I know you got something to ask to ask him. Here's the next question, and then Ant, you can you can ask him. The next question is, what are we going to learn from Hal with one game, Mike? I'm not sure there's a whole lot we can learn. I, I am intrigued that now Dallas has something to play for because that means Michael Parsons will be out there. Uh, you know, Dallas's offense will most likely be scoring points because their whole offensive, like, people will be out there. Um, it, I just think we got to go out there and air, and spread the ball around the field. I mean, just don't hand Robinson the ball maybe more than 20 times. I just want to see how in play action, I want to see how in shotgun – I want to see how he looks moving around the pocket. Uh, hopefully, the offensive line can give him some time. But all of our receivers will be out there. Yeah, he's yeah. got wheels, and that's, and that's one want- of the things that we all talked about was was Carson didn't don't have the mobility to get away. Sam Howe does. Yep, I want to see how how elusive he can be. Uh, hopefully, our offensive line can give him some protection so he can you know look down the field and take some deep ball shots. That's one thing that Heineke struggled with throughout his career is not being able to throw the deep ball. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm just kind of curious. I'm not sure there's a whole lot we can learn in just one game, but that being said, there is at least something that we can see from the kid. All right, and go ahead. Get this your is a, this is a sink or swim league, especially when we talk about quarterback. And so, to me, you you can learn as much as you allow yourself to learn. If if you start him in this game, and it me and it's something to play for for Dallas, and maybe he doesn't win, but he plays pretty well. You see the type of throws he can make when it's game time. Like, like I said, was saying, like, you know, these guys, man, it, Dak Prescott, and I'm not the biggest Dak Prescott fan, y'all know that, but Dak Prescott used to look terrible in practice. But when it came to the game, he showed up and he performed. It's just one of those things for, for younger guys until they find their groove and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So my thing is, I heard from these guys all season at the beginning of it, training camp, et cetera. What they saw as the 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 the, the needs, the you know, the, the causes for concern with this offense or the defense as a whole. What did you think coming in would be the things that would be potentially harmful to them and their success? And did it did, did what you think come true or not? At the start of the season? Yes. Um I would say my, my biggest fear was that uh you know the quarterback position would would ultimately be uh, getting like prohibiting our success. And that, that is eventually how our season played out. Um, you know, Wentz throwing the two interceptions basically solidified the Browns game. Uh, we sh- he should have been benched there, but yeah, I would say going into the season, I was optimistic that our defense would play well better than they did last year. Last year, they had all the hype and didn't live up to it this year. There wasn't all the hype around them. And so they, they played better. Um, Brian Robinson surprised me. He played extremely well throughout the season once he got back on the field. Gibson played well. Uh, Jahan Dodson, I loved watching him play. I just think it's it comes all back full circle to the quarterback and Scott Turner. I mean, Scott Turner making some horrendous calls, yes. not even having Brian Robinson on the field and on fourth down fourth against the Browns. One. Twice. Twice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Scott Turner, um, he definitely needs to go, in my opinion. See, I would say – I, I was proved or we were all proved right going into the season because we all thought the quarterback would be the biggest red flag that we had. Yeah. I heard I heard a lot of people actually saying and now that I think about it makes sense was that offensive line. Yeah. Because you got to mm-hmm. I just I just find it hard to believe 
the the times you saw the big plays made downfield was when Carson Wentz was able to throw the ball down the field. When y'all are down against the Jaguars and he starts chunking them joints to Jahan, like that, like to me, that would be one of the quickest ways to get you guys in any type of contention, regardless of who your quarterback is. Now, like you said, I mean, you know, Heineke is not the, the big arm guy, throws the ball down the field. He's the scrambler, make plays. He'll throw the balls that other, you know, that, well, we can't say other quarterbacks that, you know, uh, Wentz is maybe scared to throw or something like that. Or even the fact that Lady A says he only looks to one side of the field. But to me, I think this offense looks a lot different if you're able to keep your quarterbacks upright long enough for them to do what they're best at, no matter who the quarterback is. Right. You know? But, so yeah, that's here, a great point, here, Dan. Here's a point right here. Scott Turner's the biggest reason for our bad season. And 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 he's not wrong, right? So we got to win that Monday night game. Oh, it was a Sunday night game versus the New York Giants. You got Brian Robinson averaging seven yards a carry. He gets 12 carries. Mm-hmm. Why? Because you're, your offense coordinator doesn't have a feel for the game and wants to throw the ball around the yard. Well, sometimes you got to be Bill Belichick, right? Say it. And when you sure. know that this defense is not stopping your run, you got to make them stop your run. Right. So there was no reason to go away from Brian Robinson. And then he turns around the following week versus the number one run defense in the NFL and wants to continue to bang his head against the wall because he didn't learn the week before. You know what, Scott Turner? You need one of those helmets a small bus and get on there and take yourself right on out of hey and pick, burn pick corner i didn't i didn't say are anything. you saying wait are you it saying close, I didn't, don't say close. don't say no 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 but no no i'm not going to say anything about that i'm looking right <laughs> over that i'm saying are you saying that he's slow you, you're hold on no you're pick. we we said it a couple weeks ago the best thing about this offensive line is their ability to play the run you, at mm-hmm. this point, you're begging for disaster if you don't try to fight against what they do best and run the ball because it's been proven that neither one of these guys are going to be able to have the time and capacity to throw the ball. Right. Now, if you're talking about setting up, you know, and I know one game they abused the screen game to no avail. I think it was that first Giants game where it was just like, how many screens are you going to throw? But I think it's part that, that Scott Turner is not that great but then I think the other part of it is you're kind of holding one hand behind his back the same as you're doing with Wentz when you're saying create this scheme where you can run the ball and do it effectively, albeit if it's against the number one run defense, and then throw the ball when they when these guys just don't have the time. Heineke doesn't have the arm, and Wentz is – I don't know what his – Mental block is. I told you, and I told it's you called, this at the beginning of the season. Wentz but is you- a mental midget. You also told me this too. You also told me that Scott Turner. He don't wanna be great. So, so let me, me let me well. let me interject. I'm gonna say this because I also saw some comments in the. Um, I saw some comments go through. Um, I had the privilege of watching Sam Howe in um, LTA's, LTA's training camp and everything, and I've said from the beginning, he's a combo of the two quarterbacks. We should have played him at least a little bit throughout the season. We should have. If you're going to – I didn't know until the other game that they that they were even open to switching the quarterbacks in the fourth quarter because they haven't done it the whole season. So if you were open to switching up the quarterbacks in the fourth quarter, you could have put Sam Howell out there. 
he ha- he's yeah. taller than Taylor. He has a stronger arm than Taylor, but he's a little more mobile than Carson. Yep. That would have been a good thing. Try, try it. That's I did hear a lot of people that I... say that he's a bigger version of him, though, of Taylor. Yeah. I heard a lot right. of people saying that. But that's my thing. If he's a, because a, one of, you know, I've been saying it, Taylor, bless his heart, he's little and he can't see over everybody on that field. <laughs> he little, he little. He little. He's killing me with that little Taylor, bless he his is. heart. And his arm just ain't strong enough. So he has the heart. But I mean, physically, he's not capable of being as strong or as tall as Carson, obviously. Well, Carson's too scared. He's going to stand there. He's going to wait to get hit. He's going to say, hey, offensive line, you hold those guys for like five good minutes while I figure out what I'm going to do. That's what Carson yeah. has been doing. Yeah. So Sam uh, is a com- okay. a good combination of the two of them. He's getting good the good stuff over here and the good stuff over there. They should have tried him a long time ago. That is frustrating to me. I've seen good things from Sam Howe before, way before the season started. So for those who think Sam can't do it or say he's bad in practice, I mean, truthfully, he had no chance. We're talking the last game of the season. You're finally getting to to get into the game. What exactly? I mean, what is he practicing for? All right. Hey, Mike. Thank you for joining us. We know you got other things to do. Uh, you want uh, Bruce Glass? You uh, you want to give Bruce the rundown now, or do you want Bruce to just you know, <laughs> wait till tomorrow? Because he's everywhere. He has it all. Uh, yeah, no. Let me get the Bruce. Yeah, Bruce. I'd like to hear the rundown. Bruce, for, for your show, for, for Mike's show tomorrow, Bruce, just throw that rundown in there. Right. Hey, what's up, Eddie? Uh, are we already? Are we already? Uh, not not sure about how uh, at all, Eddie. Eddie Clayton here. Um, He's uh, capable, and we should have played him. That's what we're sure about. What we're yeah, sure we about is that we're not in the playoffs. That's what we're sure about. So that's exactly what we. Yeah, about. we want to do this. We want him to play. He doesn't have to play the whole game, but play him. I completely agree, lady. I wish we had gotten the chance right. to see him uh, earlier in the season. Sorry, toothpick. I didn't earlier. Mean to you off. All right. All right. Hey, thank you for joining us, man. We got to have you back again. Um, maybe we could talk so, some position groups uh, later down the line, okay? Of course. Yeah. Thank you, Toothpick, said Lady A, and you guys have a great thing going here. It's an absolute honor getting to uh, be on your guys' show. And uh, I see you got Georgia and the banner behind you, said. I'm looking forward to that <laughs> game on Monday. Fired up, man. Thank you guys so much. It was a <laughs> pleasure right. getting to talk with you guys. Appreciate right. it. We'll have you back. Like thank, thank you so much, man. Bye. See you guys. All right. That was Mike Marr. Metaphor that's uh, still winning. But hold, like hold on, hold on. Now, David Carson about to go in the corner. Bo, that's Bobo. That's Bobo. Tell him <laughs> you need to go sit in the corner for about five minutes for saying that. Uh, <laughs> that man is plum crazy. We do not need any of that toxic energy. Listen, first off, on our team. we're trying babies. to get rid of toxic energy, guys. RG3 right. making babies right now. That's all that dude worried about. He's home every day, man. That, that baby child. wasn't even born that day. You know that, right? That was a false. Nope. Uh, it was, it was, she was false lady. Yeah. I feel mad that what he said. How they don't know that, though? How they don't know that, though? How who don't know that? How they don't know that there was. How they don't know there was Braxton Hicks? Come on now. Yeah, okay. I don't Braxton. even know if this lady has children. However, and have you <laughs> ever had a child? 
Nah, but I've had well, I've had three by no, way no. of somebody no, else. You and I know, I know when that water come down. Ain't no, no, but no, everybody's water don't break. You can't say yeah, that. That's true. Well, in my case, that's you. And it wasn't your case. I, it was their case, not you. Man, yeah. now, if your water broke, we need to have a conversation. Now, listen, <laughs> I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> look at <laughs> look at me. <laughs> if your water broke, it's something wrong. Okay. Um, hey, mom's the word. <laughs> you know, my my, my, my thing was this. I mean, I mean, I understand him wanting to fly back home and be, be there for the child's birth, but he he wasn't gonna make it even if she didn't want to labor. It was a four hour flight. Yeah. <laughs> he pulled she the biggest. He, he pulled he the biggest. I just want to go home ever. Hey, but that check is short. Cause you didn't complete your job, Tony buddy. Braxton. <laughs> but RG three, I feel like with him, it's always it's it's about the theatrics. Yeah. And I feel like yep. since he left Washington, he's so much worse than what he was when he was with us. Yeah, I, I, I mean, would he's not. Great want he's, 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 he's an analyst there. now. He yeah. literally said he literally he's sat there. Now. You know that, right? When they were talking, he said, "Hello." Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Mm-hmm. It got man, come on, bro. Just go. And then if, he wanted really to like bad, tackle bro. somebody while he running now. Yeah, he dropped like... he dropped kick some some bag or whatever. Um now it is time for I'm starting Ant to not like him to take <laughs> don't nobody like that man. A victory lap. Ant gets a victory lap right now. <gasps> I, I don't understand why. Who me? But this guy called it. He was like, listen, this is what's about to happen. The Cowboys will be playing for the division versus the Commanders, and so you're only thing I gotta say, chance. only thing I gotta say is, Major Tutty, we better get in the end zone. Mm. I thought they uh, killed Tutty. No, they ain't killed Tutty. On, I thought, man, hey, I thought he was a, I thought he was a rack of ribs by now. Y'all so wrong. Y'all so wrong. Say it. Mm. <laughs> I will say that the fans. I was hey, at the game. Y'all know I'm at every game. Going. Yeah, I, y'all know I'm at every game, and and the fans were not. All the fans were not game. really. It was a terrible game to introduce Major Tutty. Well, I mean, <laughs> at least we could have played better, and Major Tutty would have been a hit. Go ahead, Ed, what you got, man? What I got? What you got? You got I mean, listen, man. This is. Uh, I mean, respectfully, it, not even anything about me or the Cowboys about this podcast. Um. <laughs> We get paid the big bucks to to make these type of assessments. Um, honestly, though, when you look at it, this is why you have to just stay humble, stay the course, because you look up, the Eagles are flying high. They have faced no adversity this season. You know, um, now they started kind of going through playing bad teams and, and struggling. So who's to say that they wouldn't have been on this trajectory anyway, with the exception of, they tried to do that little fourth down rugby thing, and it didn't work mm-hmm. with 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 uh, t- Taylor Taylor Minshew or whatever Gardner Minshew. Look, I'm thinking about Taylor Heineke. But <laughs> listen, I don't. Yeah, yeah. I'm and I'm not saying it's a lock that they're going to beat the Giants. The Giants are they are coached very well, and so I don't know, man. You know, it's tough. This we t- now how what isn't this like the NFC East? To get to the final game of the season, every team is playing, you know, both teams are playing each other, and it means the most. 
Yep. Right. You know what I'm saying? And we and we said that this was possibly gonna happen. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I don't know, man. I'm not gonna lie to you. I kind of want them to go ahead and beat the Giants only because I don't want I don't want 49ers. I don't think they lose on Sunday. And I don't want them to get the number one seed. So I'd much rather just go ahead and let Philly get the number one seed. Did you just and... say you scared of somebody in a playoff? No, 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 no. I didn't say that. I didn't you say that. I said I don't, I don't want. I don't want because I don't like them the most. <laughs> I hate the 49ers more than I even hate. Their fans are – all they do is they're keep like, talking about how they made it to the Super Bowl. Wait, all they keep doing is talking about how they made it to the Super Bowl. The Bills made it to four Super Bowls. They lost all of them. They're, yeah, a, they're a joke. So why do we care about the 49ers making a Super Bowl if you keep losing? That's just, so I just – I don't like it. I don't like it. But them. it's so funny I, to hear a Dallas fan because real talk, I told you that y'all fan base has a has a um, – a crazy reputation. Our problem, no reputation. our problem. Well, I ain't gonna say our because y'all know I'm realistic. Um, but a lot of the fan base for the Cowboys, the problem is they think that the Cowboys are great every single year. <laughs> but the difference is some of these teams just ride on delusion. You know, Washington rides on delusion. I'm sorry, this whole season you guys roll no, on delusion. Cowboy fans ride with delusion. Y'all wait, who, who, who wait, delusion? we only are possible. We only are about to possibly. Repeat as NFC East champs for the first time since like 2001. Okay, Possibly. but then I, the I said week, from the beginning of the season that within we, the first week of the playoffs, y'all get eliminated. Make it, buddy. I'm sorry. Like, make it. Make it. So you make it there. You have a late, a later draft pick, and you made it. Make to it. The, you made it to the tournament. Y'all shouldn't have made it. You should have started how. And then see what he had, and then got a higher. We're not going to make it because just like Ron Rivera, you don't know that we got him good enough. So, but here, here's I'm my here's my my take on this because I love my team, but my uh-huh. goal for my team is not just to make it to the playoffs. I'm with that's you. Not that my part. goal. I'm if with you. Make you. it great, but that's not you. I don't want to just say, "Well, just make it." No, that should never you, be. Bruce. Yeah, should never Bruce. be that. <laughs> I'm telling you, those guys are insufferable. They now, I, listen. I, I'll, I I'll go to fans, and and they they okay with me. I'll go to some. Well, yeah, but that's because you guys commonly both hate the same team, the Cowboys. Yes. Ah, oh, it doesn't matter to me, like, uh, lady. Hey, they well, Bruce, Bruce don't like the Cowboys either. So yeah, but he Not he's a realist. He knows oh. those 49er fans. They're yeah, they're a bit much. I honestly I don't have it. I don't know any 49ers fans that I dislike. There are other teams that I can point out though that their fans are out of control. Like Philly, for instance. Their fans are out of control. All right, oh, yeah, and your your time is up right there in that spot. I didn't I didn't have anything, sir. So don't try to <laughs> hey, no, 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 no. I just gave you There's no victory lap because <laughs> this is the thing. My my vi- my victory stick. lap should come next Tuesday. No, no, no. You Cowboys win, win the division. That's a victory lap. Not me saying a, that this listen, would this would happen. Not get five good minutes next week. I knew I this would happen. I, this isn't I five good minutes, you. sir. Please, five don't good do minutes. The, will... This isn't five good minutes. So don't even try to play me like that. Say, that wasn't right. a part you, of. Oh, it. Say, you must be froze. My bad. Five good minutes. You must be froze. Say it. Say it. Say it. Something. Something happened. Uh. My bad. Go ahead. 
something happened this uh this week, right? Um first off, let me tell y'all something, okay? So Saturday, watching the TCU Michigan game, I'm sitting there talking to Sid the whole time. Sid, come on, man. Let's let, I'm gonna throw up a stream for this Ohio State Georgia game. I'm gonna throw the stream up. Pick, uh-huh. don't do it. I'm gonna be cussing and fussing. It's a yeah. family show. Don't do it, Pick. I'm gonna be yeah. cussing and fussing. Mm-hmm. I said, I said, listen, I said, say it. I just got paid. I, I, I posted it. I posted, I posted my Maryland win. I posted my TCU win. And I had another ticket that I said, I'm not gonna tell nobody about. I said, say it, I don't think I won is a good game. Did we have a good game, say it? Yeah, you did. Well, oh God, we had two great playoff games. We're gonna talk about the first one. We still gonna leave say it right there, and then we're gonna get into the second one. TCU, Michigan. Yes, Sersky, man. Hey, this, who did anybody pick Michigan? Uh, yeah, she, she sure did. I sure. So did. that's why you said that. Then you thought I was trying to throw shade at you in the text. I wasn't. <laughs> I really wasn't. I would. I just dislike Michigan's like their whole demeanor. I just feel like they just. That's why I said that. I was like, yeah, get 50 put on, you stupid Michigan. But anyway, TCU, baby. Let's go. Let's go, TCU. This is the best matchup. I knew this would be the best matchup. Was that the highest scoring third quarter in NCAA history uh, in a a playoff game? Oh, my God. And I sent sent y'all to – everybody remember Wee Tennis. With the with the two players <laughs> showed up, yeah. all right, all right. <laughs> with the with the points going, this game was pretty great. Um, Max Duggan, we kept saying Max Duggan got himself paid in that game, right? Yes. But I, I want y'all's takeaways about what the effects of that game. Said you gave it to us a little bit earlier. I'm talking players, coaches, everything. How do y'all feel about this game? Said you got the big box. You start us off. Michigan TCU, <laughs> tell us everything. <laughs> well, uh, first of all, um, Harbaugh, the NFL has reached out to Harbaugh again. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're trying to get him to, to step back up to see if he want to come coach one of these teams after another loss. Another year, another loss. I don't know how that happened, but, hey, it is what it is. Uh uh, the Michigan number one offensive line leaked <laughs> like oh, a sinking boat. Sam it was Petty? A this is nothing but it shade. Le- it leaked everywhere you look. Mm-hmm. It was holes over here. It was holes mm-hmm. over there. They couldn't get the run going. Mm-hmm. But I digress. He's so shady. He's so but shady. But no, TCU, TCU, that three two five by that three three five by TCU confused Michigan. You would have thought they would have figured out what to do to 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 come up against that three three five, and it's like they didn't anticipate how hard it was going to be. And and it's and it's weird. You got twenty eight days, and they didn't anticipate how weird how hard it was going to be to go against that three three five. Offensively, <laughs> all, offensively. Uh, TCU is similar to Georgia mm. in, a, in the fact that they 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 are able to adjust to the team that they're playing, and sometimes you know they can get the win edge to it. Sometimes, tell, me, tell see, me more. Said Tennessee you got wait, Tennessee wait, got one loss in their record. <laughs> right. I mean, they're thirteen and one. 
Mm-hmm. Not all the time, just sometimes. Thirteen and one. Play a team twice. Will you play a team but, twice? But 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 like I said, thirteen and one. I said took simple. the loss. Now, took the loss against a common the, opponent. The the thing the thing that they did was they made some of the they made some adjustments. Um, Michigan, they just I don't know. It was it was weird watching this Michigan game after listening to them. We're not going out doing this. We stay at home. We focusing. We worry about this, that, and the other, and then it still seemed to come out like they. It all. It was almost like they felt like we showed up. We're gonna win. This how Michigan looked. And then when TC jumped out on, they said, "Whoa, wait a minute." Yeah. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> yeah. whoa, whoa, whoa. We we in an actual dog fight now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So then, so then they had to fix it and try to start over. Uh, on Michigan side. They figured they were just gonna run the ball. They got that one big run off the top. Oh yeah, we good. We gonna run the ball for the rest of the day. And they made them prove whether or not that quarterback is as good as they think he's supposed to be. Well, hey, I tell you one thing about that quarterback. He got a couple more years that stay down there and grow and see some more defenses. I think he's gonna uh, make himself a lot of money in the NFL. He has the wheels. If the coach stays. If the coach stays. If the coach stays. Because Harbaugh, the one thing that they. He's a little bit, bit of a quarterback whisperer. That's yeah, the one I, thing I can't I, give I him like credit that. for. Hey, Although I don't want to see him do that stupid thing with the pads again. Oh, oh he NFL. always does that. Does anyone, does, does, anyone, does anyone think like I, – I don't, I don't know. But when I saw Michigan's quarterback, like I, I think – I sort of started to think, here comes another young Tom Brady. Like no. this, this kid is just sitting back just – Soaking it all up, soaking it all in, like Tom Brady did. Like nobody thought about him. Nobody thought about this quarterback the whole regular season of college football. But now all of a sudden, after that Ohio State game, or it was it may have been the, the game before Ohio State when he started lighting people up a little bit. We're not just gonna run, we're gonna hit you with the pass. And you found out, oh, this kid can actually pass the ball. But that goes back again to what we said about their schedule. Yeah, yeah, we get there. Right. I'm. I was gonna let Lady A get in before I before I uh, mm. went to that schedule. Mm. Go ahead, Lady. Did say something mm. about that? Then we see it. Yeah, we did. Mm. Yeah, we did. La- Lady A, uh, what did you see when the came? I to, uh, saw them playing like trash. They was just like the Commanders. They was just backwards, and I was angry with them. Hey, that's all I gotta say. That's it. Yeah, yeah. they were playing. All right. Well, shoot. That's it then. Did we see the number one wide receiver coming off the board out of TCU? Did we, did we see? You just want to uh, see that, now this is where he just want to want his no, flowers. No, no, no. What do you mean, Pick? Uh, for the, for the, uh, the first wide receiver off the board in this year's NFL draft. It's going to be Marvin Harrison Jr. He's not Legacy. eligible. He's not eligible. Oh, he's not eligible? No, oh, sir. Oh, never mind. He's not eligible. Fact yeah, check that said. Fact check that said. Ain't <laughs> say he not believing you right now. Fact check that said. Don't listen to this guy, man. I'm <laughs> telling you, he wants flowers for saying this about this guy. He said he was a speed no, guy. No, I'm not asking for flowers. I'm not asking for flowers. I'm just telling you. I know how you're saying, wired, man. I'm just saying. I know how you're wired. I'm not asking for flowers. I'm not asking for flowers. But, but I mean, you saw this guy take a little... A little what uh crossing route that was about three yards, like get off me. I, I got a place to go, I got reservations for six. I mean, this kid, <laughs> this kid is really good. And when he was hurt, TCU struggled a little bit, right? 
Now he's fully healthy. We saw him versus really good competition. And Michigan ain't got no slouches back there in the secondary. And you can guarantee that number five for Georgia will be on number one for TCU all day. So, wait, you like said it. Michigan ain't got no slouches in the secondary? Well, no. they somebody should have told them that for that game. I only know what I'm talking about, Ant. Oh, yeah, he, please, he got, he don't do that. No, sir. Don't do that. Don't right this, is sec, this is second year. You got his chest popped all the way up. Now, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's about, you're about one for 20 right now. But I will say this. I will I will say this. He probably wish he could come out because he's not going to have – he's going to have a whole new quarterback next year. That 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 right there. He may wish he could come out. Yeah, I think his dad his dad might be telling uh, C.J. Stroud, uh, listen here, I'm going to slide you 10 Gs, 10 thou, 10 – Ten, ten mil. That ain't, that ain't enough player. That's not I'm enough. About to say, you think Just that's enough? That ain't, that ain't enough player. Uh, these, NIL these, boys, deal these boys are getting million dollar NIL deals. The boys are getting Porsches. Ten mil, ten mil to stay ben, one more year with my son. Benzes, dude, the, 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 the uh, Rattler didn't Rattler get a Land Rover? I thought Rattler was coming out. Why does he, he need an NIL deal? He, he is coming out. Yeah. Rattler coming out. He got any? They want a Land Rover, Range Rover. He got. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mm. Well, that is the uh, college football playoffs for us. Uh, what else we got? Oh, no. We got one more game to cover, don't we? I'm about to say. I mean. We got one, we got one more say. game to cover. Now, Gotta give. <sighs> Ohio State came out firing all guns. Their coach, and I said this to say it. I got to give you respect for this, though. I got to give you your respect for this. You did say OSU would come out with a different fire than they had, that they were going to respond based off of what happened with that loss. I got to give you your flowers for that because I thought it was going to be a blowout from the beginning. And they came out and punched Georgia in the mouth. (laughs) I got to respect that because we talked about it, how I thought OSU was finesse central. Mm. And... They came out and they were and shank field goal. You you know these college kids, man. I mean the, the pressure can get don't to forget, them. Don't forget we missed two as well. But anyway, yeah. Yeah. Now, now hold on, here you go. Here you go. Put it out there. Here you go. Hold on, say it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Say it. Put some respect on his team. I I am I am. Say it. Say it. What what I what I said was I said um I said Ryan Day is under a lot of pressure because OSU fan base is they ready to fire him. You lost two years in a row to Michigan, mm-hmm. right? Harbaugh's getting looks at the NFL, mm-hmm. and now That's this right. is your first time in the playoffs. You have a what lot to prove to the Ohio State base. So my question to you said is, did Ryan Day get a reprieve for one more year from Ohio State, or does he need to start looking to the NFL as well? He ain't got a quarterback for next year. If he if he, if he going to be able to pull out a quarterback similar to C.J. Stroud for next year, my answer would that would be yes. Mm-hmm. But I can remember that I can remember when the game was over, they were talking about CJ Stroud going to the next level, but they never talked about a quarterback behind him. Never mentioned it, never never said it was was there anybody behind him. Uh they, they they played well, never said anything. So that that's telling me is they got somebody behind him, but he's not really that sure of what he has. Now right. What I will say is, I, I that's 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 a two stage question actually. What I will say is, he came in and did exactly what he was supposed to do. 
Now, what I will say about Georgia is I was disappointed that they didn't use a similar defense against uh, Ohio State that they use against Tennessee, where at times they only rush three men, almost a three-three-five like TCU, you know, and it cut down those lanes for those guys. I mean, deep, yes, but those crossing lanes, it cut down on that. That's what I, that's what I saw personally, you know, and I, I was I was curious of why he didn't do it, but you know, I'm not a part of the press call. That was that was one of my questions I had for. Uh, what, what do you see? What do you see? I know you probably see, see Georgia winning because I could see Georgia cleaning up a lot of mistakes and winning as well. We got but a lot what of do you, Okay, but no, I was, I was gonna say, what do you see the adjustments being? Being what you said about TCU earlier. Being that I don't think this is going to be a runaway. I think even no. if Georgia is clearly better, I think TCU has grit and enough skill to keep this game close. So what do you see them doing with all of that being said to solidify that they come out with a W? Um, First of all, like I said, Georgia has a lot of people hurt. People don't, people don't realize, you know, this team is deep. But mm-hmm. they got a lot of starters that are hurt. That was silly. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna keep, he gonna keep that going. I'm not stuck metaphor. <laughs> just keep you just keep staying uh, away from all, all but, but what I what That's I did what I did see with TCU was this. First of all, TCU's trying to run the ball. As you saw, even with Ohio State. Running the ball is not going to be the answer against Georgia. Even with a running quarter, this team is designed to stop running quarterbacks and to run. Mm-hmm. So Doug uh, 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 Duggins, did I say his name right? Dugan, yeah. I think it is. Yep. Dugan, Dugan. He's he's going to have to. They teach you how to Dougie. He's he's going to have to figure out how to read that scheme and to get the ball out to the right wide receiver. That's what that's what the problem is. He's going to have to do. Mm-hmm. Now, what he's going to see is what Georgia did late in a game against Ohio State. They were blitzing from the outside at first, right? And and he broke containment. But what is the word they're going to do late in the game was they blitz inside. They spread them out and they blitz inside, forced them off the spot. With them forcing him off the spot, he tends to run first. Pass second. So he's going to have to sit in the pocket and throw that ball. If he can't sit in the pocket and throw that ball, TCU is not going to be able to beat Georgia. Yeah. Hey, hey listen, we're going to get into a little predictions here a little bit, but I got to tell y'all right now, the graphics department, um, they didn't like the contracts that we put in front of them. We was gonna have them working for free ninety nine <laughs> with a ten percent raise. You threatened them and you said we'll go through Fiverr. Screw you guys. Yeah, free ninety nine. <laughs> so they don't have no graphics ready. So, mm-hmm. um, but they, actually, you know, we know we only had one NFL game. The other games yeah, were yeah, the yeah, other the other games were. Well, we're college. Yeah, they were. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. Uh, but oh, hold on, hold on. We just gonna we just run away from a game like they want to no, talk about Ohio State. No, 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 we're, no. Not, we're not, we're not, we're not running away from. Okay. I was just saying we are gonna get into predictions, but we don't have nothing. Look, to let's go look. How about, look, I'm trying to get over here for my wife. Make me. I'm trying to get it in for my wife. Make me get off here now. Come on, now. All right, okay. Okay. so he's so, taking uh, both of me in trouble. He's getting a look. 
When did y'all say? What did y'all see in this game? Ant, go ahead, get it in, bro. Man, are you the talking Ohio about Ohio State, State Georgia? Georgia? Yeah, man. Listen, yes, sir. I think it shows you. It's not because it's not parody as much in the NFL, but um, when you when you allow some of these great teams to face off against the teams that are kind of great or like fringe, yeah, you know, of course, when you're talking about injuries, because you can't do nothing about that. If you know, if if but see, we can't play the if game because if if Georgia's absolutely healthy, then they probably run those guys off the field. It just is what it is. But it just kind of shows you how. You shouldn't probably allow some of those cupcake games that we always allow in college because when you allow these guys to play against the tougher competition, it brings the best out of them. Right. And so when you look at Ohio State, I just I, I'm shocked because I didn't expect for them to put up a fight like they did. Even though you know Georgia missed two field goals, I wasn't expecting for Ohio State to have the fortitude to stay tough. So it shows me that they really were as good as they. Um, as they were touted, but it shows when you play against a common opponent as well, like a Michigan every year, that you kind of have each other's numbers. So it just depends on who has the drop of the ball. You know what I'm saying? Who has the drop right, on whoever right. that year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I just saw, and not and just to look from that grand scheme, because that was also, uh, well, I don't want to get into that part. But anyway, it was a, I was a few Lady, drinks in at that Lady point. A. But anyway, yeah. it was a good, I, I saw, you know, two great teams battle and, you know, the nerves will get you at the end. It's just what it is. <laughs> well, my take on that said, you got to get ready. In order to be the man, you got to beat the man, right? So that's what I saw. That's what I saw. I'm just saying. Hey. But, I, I mean, it was a good game. Um, I... I gave Ohio State the respect that it deserved throughout the season. And I I, I did not think it was going to be that close. Don't get me wrong. But I did expect a good game. I expected it to be fairly close, which is no matter what you could have told me about the line, I would have always gone money line. I don't care what it was. It could have been 10000 I would have gone Georgia money line because – I knew it was going to be a good game. And you really don't know what to expect in hey, these games. Even I was in, in <laughs> you said you were terrified. I, I took Ohio State plus the eight. I got it at eight, right? I got Ohio State plus eight. Mm-hmm. And I said, I said, I didn't tell nobody what it was. But mm-hmm. I took it at plus eight. And I said, I just need a good game. Yeah, and you were playing. I, so I took it three different ways. I took it Ohio State plus eight. I took Ohio State plus the eight. And I parlayed it with TCU money line, and then I took it with Ohio State plus eight, TCU plus what was it? What did they get? Ten or whatever? Whatever they got. Uh, no, eight. TCU was plus eight. TCU eight. TCU. It was Ohio plus State eight too. Georgia was Georgia was seven. No, I got it at eight. You got it at eight. No, remember OSU drop? Yeah, yeah, that drop. Yeah, it, it, dropped, it, it dropped later on. Yeah, dropped later on. I got on. it yeah. at eight. So I had both of those plus eight. So all three came home, yeah. and I wouldn't tell y'all. Until mm-hmm. I didn't tell none of y'all, I put it in the chat like after mm-hmm. it was done, like bam. And Sam was like, Oh, why my wouldn't God, you tell us? Had a great day. What? Because yeah. he won jinx it. I want well, the winning too, man. See what I'm saying? He won jinx it and he was changing. You're right. Nah, I'm hey. messing with you. Hey. <laughs> I'm messing with you. His college picks was five. His NFL picks, 
They all suck. Thank you very much, Kirk Cousins. That's the reason um, why I'm the leader. But anyway, uh so how did I miss the college? How did I miss the pro picks? Huh? No, 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 my bets. No, we didn't have oh, the, the pro um, bets. No, we okay, don't, we, don't, we only had, he talking about you, you tell me, what part are you talking about? Yeah, last week we remember we, we, know, we, we didn't yeah. Yeah, yeah, we yeah, that's cool. Okay, I'm just making sure I'm on the same page. One game last week. We had one game last week. Okay, we're on the same page. Ant was thinking that, like, he said, how did I miss the pro picks? I I, I, I told yeah. said, I said, these are the teams I like for this week. And I said, this is how I'm playing them. And I played yeah. I played my played my games. And, and everything I did on New Year's Eve went on New Year's Day. Yeah. Real talk this week for for um, NFL, and I think I said that in our chat. I was like, I I didn't expect quite a few of these games to go the way that they did. My God, yeah. my God! Some teams just just checked out already. They have yeah. checked out. So this week, I will put my picks out there for y'all. Y'all play them how y'all choose. Listen, <laughs> say it. We're going to go around the room. You first. Give us a last place metaphor. Okay, so we said you go, you go last. I got, I, got, I got to talk about what happened to Georgia. What do you mean? I'm sorry. Just skip past me. Get your Georgia. Get your Georgia. Past uh, me. Uh, it ain't going to take but a minute. It ain't going to take but a minute anyway. Uh, <laughs> what, what what I saw was what, what I, I've said throughout the year, even when we made the Vegas bet, that Stetson Bennett was going to be the one that's going to either hurt this team or make this team. And in the first quarter, Perfect example. Uh, uh, the start out example was uh, third and four. It was a third and three. I think it's third. One and third and four. What it was? Read option. You can see the linebacker on the offensive right, the defensive left, running down to the right. On that read option, he should have handed off the ball. Instead, he kept it. He ran mm-hmm. right into the right into the blitz. Yeah, that's did. on that's on Stetson Bennett. Had he handed to the running back. Cussing there was and nobody fussing. on the other side. Cussing and fussing he was. Boy, now, I, I, I didn't know who I was talking to no more. Hey, hey, he, hey, pick a tell you, I was calling him out. This, this motherfucker got here holding. He was like, whoa, 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 he said, whoa, you whoa, said. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> was that? Was that really? Really? He's still mad. Where did he come from? Hey, you know, I can't say nothing. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's on me. You had a flashback. When I was watching the Cowboys game. But but, but what I saw was Ohio State did exactly what LSU was doing toward the end of the game the week before. Um, Again, what I I said was I didn't understand why Curry Smart to come out. It wasn't a 3-3-5, but it was similar to the 3-3-5 that TCU played against Tennessee. That gave Tennessee fits. And I, I didn't understand that. But again, you know, I'm not the head coach. I'm in there, you know, yada yada. But what I will say is, uh, I have to give Marvin Harrison his flowers. Marvin Harrison Jr. is a beast. You heard they sat down. And I watched the all 22, and I watched him run a couple of them routes. And no matter who you put on him, he was spinning them like a top. He whatever his daddy taught him. Mm-hmm. You is hear what I say? Whatever his daddy and told if, him. And if he got any skill, oh, he gonna do a fool because his daddy didn't have oh. no physical attributes. It was all just skill. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, now I will say this: he routes you up, speed. Devon Bullock did Georgia a favor 
by putting that shoulder pad on him in the end zone. Next time you want to throw a duck about that. But I will say this about the offense. Okay, like I said, we lost uh, a left guard didn't start. Wide receiver, the wide receiver number one is hurt. We lost the line. We lost tight end number two during the game. We lost uh, outside linebacker number one didn't play because he was hurt. We lost outside line. We lost his replacement. So before the end of the third quarter, we were playing two true freshmen on both sides of the ball. A true freshman at linebacker. True freshman at left corner, which is Lassiter. So as you can see, we were hurt everywhere. Yeah, but they stayed are, are in. Getting, they stayed are in. Getting players back? Are y'all getting players back for TCU? Uh, they said uh, Agent Zero may play. Uh, the Ooh. wide receiver McConkey, I think he's hurt. Oh, this is Darnell Washington, uh, big number zero. Big they call zero. Agent Zero. Uh, McConkey knee injury. Chaz Chambers knee injury. Mm. He may not play. So you you may see those two <sighs> freshmen who may have to hold the point. That's what I was telling you. He was hurt. But what I will say is the grit the defense showed in the fourth quarter. There's no team in a college football era, no team that has come back from 14 down in the fourth quarter and win. One in 29. Hey, listen, I'm gonna tell you something. My guy Q is in the in there. What's up, Q? All right, listen. Both of these teams in the in the in the in the college football final have been battle tested. Georgia, you know, the SEC, TCU, they I mean, I, which one was the better division this year? Because both of them, you had to fight your way out of to come and, and play in that championship game. And then when you got in there, you had to actually, you know, fight to win that thing. TCU didn't win their conference championship. Uh, Georgia took care of business and handled theirs and solidified. Uh, we're going to be an undefeated team on, on the way to the national championship game. Now, <clears throat> Ohio State may have woken Georgia up because Georgia, they, those guys, these guys have been here before Ohio state under Ryan day. Hasn't been here before. First time here. And uh, they actually came out in attack mode. TCU came out in attack mode versus Michigan. Uh, They're not afraid. Michigan, we said had never been down before and they had to respond, you know, like a a, a puncher. How are you going to respond? Once you get that first punch in the face, are you going to bounce back? Are you going to curl up in the corner? This is going to be a heavyweight fourth quarter fight. So we got great football uh, uh, Saturday, Sunday, and then we have the college championship on Monday. So we'll bring you all. We'll bring y'all our picks on Saturday with all of that. Um, man, it's, it's it's about to be another good weekend of some good football before the playoffs. I want to know how y'all feel about this college football championship right now. Just off the top of your head, tell me who you like, which way you leaning. Uh, what could make it change before Saturday? All right. So, Ant, we'll start with you. TCU plus whatever. You like TCU? I don't. Plus I don't whatever. think nothing changes that. I. I mean, when I hear said talk about how many injuries they have, and talk about true freshmen, it's still something when you you on that stage. You know right. what I'm saying? And if you ain't never been there before, you don't know what you would do. And so. I think TCU losing was the best thing that ever happened to them. Plus 14? That is so Wow, that's disrespectful. It was 13 and a half. That's so so they picking up steam. So they picking up steam before. Yeah, give me TCU plus 14. And um TCU plus if I if I if if I was a if I if I was a 
if I was a drunk man, I would say give me them on the money line. But yeah, I I, I don't I don't think they're still respecting TCU, and, and that's no disrespect oh, 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 to Georgia. Bet Rivers got I, it at twelve. Bet Rivers got it at twelve. Okay, so plus twelve. So, so it's going down. Yeah, yeah. they got. Well, they might have a different line too, but just yeah, a different line overall. Hey, yeah, no, we, I think I think TCU I think River. TCU keeps it close. Yeah, I think TCU keeps it close. Plus twelve, I still think that's disrespectful. TCU keeps it close. And if they win, I wouldn't be surprised. But Georgia is the champion. And to beat the man, you got to beat the man. I've been Whoa. saying that all year. So, You see Bruce? Bruce uh-huh. said he got it at 14. Yeah, Bruce it's 12 it now. At- it's, it opened at 14. That's why they – He might be saying where it started at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it yeah. started Whoa. at 14, which yeah. speaks volumes. got an upgrade. Other Graphics way. look like mm. chat messages now. L- uh, Lydia. <laughs> Hey, and, and have a great night, man. We know you got to get out of here. Yeah, I got to go. All right, my brother. All right. We'll see you later. All right, man. All right y'all. <laughs> nah, I mean, part of me wants to go Georgia money line, but I kind of feel like it all depends on that line. Once again, I do feel as though um, it's going to be a good game. It's going to be a close game. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He said they almost Washington. They almost Washington. But I mean, I'm just saying it's it's going to be a good game. So if you, my suggestion already is if you do not go Georgia money line, definitely take CCU with that spread. Cause it's it, and and get your popcorn. It's gonna be a good, a really good game. A really good game. Hey, listen. Hey. hey. Hey, hey, Drew! Don't tell people to do that. That that's my pot of gold. <laughs> I know that. Huh? You got that right. That's my pot of gold. That's All my right. pot of gold. You little listen. Uh, yeah, that money line right now is looking like minus four eighty. Wow. Well, you know that ain't gonna matter to me. Wow, well, I know deep pockets. No, no, that's not <laughs> what I'm saying. Nope, that ain't what I'm saying. <laughs> I have what I suggest on you know to everyone. And then I have my pick for the show. I got you. Okay. I got you. Say it. Uh, I'm gonna go before you do, cause uh, you know, I'm gonna go before you go. All right, but uh, oh God. <laughs> um, metaphor said Georgia should bring Fuller in as an undercover <laughs> DB. <laughs> as a, as a under, bring Fuller in undercover as a DB. Why? So you can let people tiptoe down the sideline. I forgot yeah, to say that. To say. Oh, man. Omari Cooper, three that was, catches, that was 100 good. plus yards receiving, man. Two tutties. Okay. Um, oh, I hope Pittsburgh are paying attention. I'm going to tell y'all something, but this ain't going to be how I play this. I'm not even going to tell y'all how I play see, this. Until... See, here he go, but I can't do it. I'm going to tell y'all. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm going to tell y'all something, but this, this is not going to be how I play it. The over-under set at 62 and a half, right? The over-under is set wow. at 62 and a half. Yeah, 30, 31 points apiece, right? Mm-hmm. I think Georgia's defense is going to play way, way better. I don't think there's going to be a high-scoring affair. I think both of these teams are going to lock in with a chance to get a ring, hat, T-shirts, and, and, and your college <laughs> careers. <laughs> You know, you know I'm gonna be ready, right? <laughs> so, uh, I I like the under. I'm gonna tell y'all that right now. And uh, the way I'm gonna play this, you know, we'll see Saturday. 
That's that's the way I'm leaning right now. <laughs> so you you being shady, you haven't made up your mind yet. Um, you can say what you want and then change your mind. But I want to say this. So you said you want to go with the under, but just this last game, Georgia and Ohio State, they was they was rocking the scoreboard. So question: Why are you going with the under again? I'm going with the under. The because I think better. Georgia's defense is going to play much better. Okay. I think that. I think that. Um, uh, okay, Bruce said he liked the over. I think that uh, TCU's defense is going to play much better. I don't think TCU, even though we had a joke last year, say we had a joke last year about the uh, about the uh, the Big Twelve, like nobody plays defense in the Big Twelve, right? But if you look back at when TCU was coming back from 21 down. They locked in. Their defense played a lot better. Their defense is part of the reason why they are where they are right now. And then Georgia's defense is Georgia's defense is really great. I think they just got surprised by all the talent that Ohio State had on offense, right? Uh, and I don't think they're going to be caught off guard by TCU. They're not going to look at TCU as a slouch like Michigan did. They're not going to do that. Michigan came in thinking they played some tough schedule like they were battle tested and they were not. Mm-hmm. They, see, the they, problem the problem with uh TCU's 335 is going to be whether or not uh Darnell Washington can play. Because those two tight ends along with the wide receivers are going to flex out. So you know you no longer have 335 anymore. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what that's what the problem whether or not Darnell Washington is going to play. That's why I was telling uh, my brother earlier about uh, Eric Gilbert, who, even though we were in the process of going through through the championship rounds, he declared that he was in the transfer portal to leave. You know, barely played. Had he still been there, he would have been in that spot where uh, Washington got hurt at and would have been out catching that ball. Yeah. He's a tight end and a wide receiver body. I mean, a wide receiver and a tight end body. You know, with the wheels he got and as tall as he is and the hands he got. You know, he entered the portal. He entered the portal. He could he could have waited to the second portal to enter. You know, and got to the spring ball. Got to the spring ball. That way he could declare it where he went, and then he could have just been leaving in December like everybody else. But mm-hmm. I, mean, I I don't know the situation. We don't know the situation. We don't know the situation. All mm-hmm. I'm saying is. He lost, he missed out on the opportunity with the many people that got hurt for Georgia in this game. He would have been in prime position to make a statement for himself, even still with the ability to enter the portal in Jan in was it February? The yeah. February in the no, portal. No, no, it's after spring ball. It's it's after spring ball. That last I thought, I thought they said it got one open in, in February. I had to look and see. I looked at hey, you, you the see. college, you the college dude. You're like you on this show uh, for a reason, stats and facts. <laughs> yeah, I think it says a portal in February. But I, I was I talking that, about it the other day. Yeah, that, there is a portal after the season, and then there's another portal after spring ball where you figure, hey, I'm not getting so the, the portal after the season. When is that? February. That's the one in February. Yeah, that's what he's uh, talking about. Yeah, okay. So so Bruce is trying to convince me eight of TCU's nine games against top 10 AP ranked teams have gone over the total points. So Bruce is trying to get me to really play this over. Yes. But, but Bruce, I'm going to stand my ground on the under. <laughs> national championship game. What is, what over, is it? What was on the 18th? What is it Bruce, that they I say? Understand. I what understand. is it that they say? about championships how do you win championships what wins championships 
defense, defense wins championships. Offense wins games, defense wins championships. I think it's going to go straight under. Straight under. That's just okay. my opinion. That's how I'm leaning right now. Uh, we have a couple but on of days. Saturday, it may be different. Mm-hmm. It may be it may be a little different. It may be a little different. It may be a little different. Uh I gotta catch up on where we are so far. We good in our uh our rundown. We good. We are. <laughs> Look at that. We we hit every we check. Trying to hit nothing from us today. Yes, and I'd have checked oh, off it to bling 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 January 18th. The port the second next portal open January 18th. Next so portal. a week after the final game, the transfer portal opened. So okay. he could have waited to the championship game and then entered the portal and still could have transferred to where the team want to go to. Mm-hmm. And be ready for spring ball. Say <laughs> it all over the trip wire. Saying so, uh, we we all want to know how you playing this game. We want to get your early your early predictions on this. I, I I just like I said last week with the eight points being disrespect with the TCU. I think the thirteen and a half that I saw yesterday was disrespect with TCU. I don't think it's gonna be thirteen and a half. I think it's probably gonna be like four. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think Georgia may win by four. It's gonna be close. Another so good game. I think it's gonna I, I be. Think a, so I think it's gonna be another good game. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I say. The, the fact that we have so many injuries is what I'm saying. You know, we have so many. People don't realize what I'm saying. We have so many injuries. You know, outside linebacker Nolan Smith, his replacement, he hurt. So now you turn to the true fr- – you got two true freshmen that entered early. They're playing. You got you got um, uh, uh, Bear Alexander from uh, Denton that had to come in and play. You know, mm-hmm. uh, at defensive at defensive tackle, he had to come in and play. Almost got a second game. Actually, he was one of the ones who got the last sack on um, on, on Stroud. Uh, offensively, you know, you you got a left tackle. That, I mean, left guard that's still hurt. They they don't even know if he's gonna play in this game. Mm-hmm. You know, just so happened we deep we deep on the offensive line. I can't say that we we about three deep on the offensive line, so I'm not really worried about offensive line. But McConkey, wide receiver, hurt. Although we did have some people step in and also had one guy. How do you flip to take the anyway? Never mind, I'm gonna get on that anyway. Um, but what you what you're saying on the on defense said, um, as far as the injuries are concerned, that's part of the reason why I'm like, I'm shocked that right, pick right. is not going with the over, right? Not I, think, I mean, yet. I think it may be a good game. All I'm saying is, I think the 13 and a half is disrespectful at this point with as many injuries. As Georgia mm-hmm. have on defense, offense we we kind of we kind of can manage the offense because we've seen some of the wide receivers come in and step up. You know, right. uh, Rosemary Jackson, uh, Ad Mitchell, you know, came in there did some things. You know, uh, we we we're kind of deep. Not really, we're not. We will be deep next year. We're 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 a mediocre wide receiver right now with the bodies that we have. Defensively, we're down to freshmen. We're down a true freshman on defense. Yeah. They got to learn. They got to learn. Know, that, that's what I'm saying. They, they got to learn somewhere. They got to learn. And I will say this. The three wide receivers that signed in December, mm-hmm. on December 5th, the early enrollees, they out there practicing. Yeah. And they say they, they say one of them is a monster. I can't tell you which one right now. All right. I want to keep that on the wrap for somebody decided they want to try to go out there and, hey, 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 you she? No, 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 player. He in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, now. All right, listen. Yeah, they play. Uh, thank y'all for uh 
checking in with us. We'll be back at y'all on Thursday. Uh, you know, Thursday, and then we got our Saturday show, of course. Um, uh, I'll try to convince Sid to let's live stream this championship game. But that ain't going to happen. You can live stream it, but Cedric's gonna be standing in front of the TV yelling at the TV. Mike, you need to close the door. <laughs> you do don't watch the football, right? Mm-hmm. Say <laughs> gonna get put out. Say gonna act a fool. Oh uh, well, <sighs> listen, yeah. Okay. All right, so uh, we appreciate each and every one of y'all for sticking with us today. We got an OG classic for real, right? Yo, um, we we do. Don't forget to like and subscribe to First Street Podcast, man. Hit us with comments. We always answer back at things like that, too. If y'all see something in the show y'all want us to uh, do better, let us know. I got you. I promise. Always try to make this thing better. Um, Bruce, keep hitting us with all them, them facts, man. We, we really appreciate it. Lady A, thank you. Say it. Thank you, uh, sir. Happy New dogs. Year's. Happy New Year's to everybody. <laughs> we, ain't we ain't there yet. So yeah. Happy New Year's to everybody. Hey, so. hey, hey, little dogs. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we listen. Need all y'all. Hey, we appreciate y'all. It's the OG classic because we get in, we get out, say it, tell them. Go dogs. Go dogs. <laughs>